Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had a great time in Grosbeck, Texas this last week. It was very cold and very snowy and very windy, but people came. We had good services. It's neat to see people that hungry that would come in the midst of that horrible weather. So this weekend, if you're anywhere uh, near Spokane, we'll be at Spokane Christian Center Sunday morning, Sunday night. And then the next week we'll be in Boise. But come with us. Uh, come if you can to Spokane. We'll have a great time getting into the message of the coming of the Lord. And that's what the end of day update, end of day's update is all about. It's about a revelation about what's happening around Israel that's so blatant that it easily points to the return of the Lord. Because you hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, the, why did the Lord put so much verses in the Bible so that we could tell what it would look like? I mean, Daniel talked about uh, people would be, they would know their God, they'd be strong, they'd do exploits. But he also said knowledge would increase, travel, people would be going to and fro. Gosh, go to an airport now and watch all the people. The world's so busy, so hectic. But really, when you see the nations set up for the things that are supposed to happen, that's when you really can tell something's up. Because I hear people even confront you and say, they'll go, well, these nations have all done this before. No, you've never seen Russia, China. And even Russia, Iran, and Turkey have such an alliance with Syria to, to literally uh, see what's set up right before their eyes. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel because you, you look at the Old Testament and God had a whole tribe called the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what the children of Israel ought to do. So one out of the 12 tribes, all they did was keep up with the times. And he rebuked the crowd. One time, uh, he always rebuked the Pharisees because they did things so horrible. But the only time he rebuked the crowd, he said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he wanted them to know and expected them to know. I mean, you think of uh, Mary, Joseph, Elizabeth, Zacharias, Anna, Simeon. Not very many people were in position uh, for the first coming of the Lord. But I believe there's so many people will be ready for the second coming and that much closer seven years back for the rapture of the church. We see the lining up of nations for what's going to happen just after the rapture. So with that, that should be a wake-up call to us. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. Number one, you have the Gaza war still going on full force. People think it may be winding down. No, Israel uh, did more shelling and firing uh, in the last couple of days than they did uh, weeks and months ago. It's just horrible they're having to do this. It shows you how ready Hamas was to try to destroy Israel. But that's not going to happen. They're sending in some aid now for the Gaza. They're sending in some medicine for the hostages. I think it's going to keep continuing on because the, Hamas hasn't backed down. With all of this happening as strong as Israel's being, Hamas is still firing rockets into Israel. The main thing was was uh, Israeli uh, defense forces came out yesterday saying it looks like they're going to have to get ready for an all-out war in with Hezbollah in Lebanon. And the amazing thing about that is it's a wake-up call. This was all over the news this last week was in Israel. A wake-up call for Israel because uh, Hezbollah not only hit Israel's airport last week, we talked about that, they hit the, that Marin airport in northern Israel, they hit Israel, another airport, Israel's uh, northern command and control and that's kind of a freak out when you got two uh, huge missiles hitting exactly where they're aimed in Israel. Why is that happening? Because remember, every week, Iran would send a cache of missiles down into Syria so they could get them over to Lebanon. They'd bring them into Syria so they would retrofit the, their guidance systems. So Hezbollah has 200,000 missiles that they can fire exactly where they want them to fire. I was kind of shocked this morning when I was looking on the uh, Jerusalem Post. Israel's already had a 1,000 uh, shots into Lebanon to try to push Hezbollah up. But it looks like there's going to be an all-out war there. And that, that's the concerning thing is if the 
Iron Dome didn't even touch those two that came last week. Another one came yesterday, killed a mother and a son there in northern Israel. So, so that's three missiles that have come down from Hezbollah, along with us, Hezbollah, that have, along with others that have hit where, where their targets were. So as crazy as this all is, you got that you got the Houthis rebels there in Yemen firing at ships again, hit several different ships in the Red Sea. We fired back from our destroyer, and so did uh, England. England's uh, vessel fired back at them. So they're acting crazy, and they said they're not going to back down. You had the the Houthi rebels be basically added to a terrorist watch uh, uh, watch page. So with that being set up on that page. Uh, sanctions can go against them and cut back some of the influence that they may have. But that's how crazy Iran is. Iran is so crazy right now. It's backing all this to destroy Israel. But this last week, they fired into Iraq and, and at our, at the U.S. consulate and even fired at a couple more locations in Pakistan and in Syria. So Iran's firing missiles in Syria and Iraq going at U.S. Uh, uh, personnel at the consulate. That's crazy. So you have all that happening. And then I was intrigued by one of the reports came out in the Daily Mail saying China and Russia and Iran are literally pushing the world into World War III. So, you know, after we're raptured, the very first seal that's opened up is the Antichrist. The second seal is World War III. And you've got so much happening with that. You, this last week, you had Russia have a barrage of missiles in the Ukraine. You had the Ukraine take out a couple uh, Russian re reconnaissance planes. This one probably is the one that freaks me out the most. It came out this last week in the Daily Mail that uh, some letters came out and were publicized in Germany, that Putin has a plan to invade Germany and NATO in 2025. So you see all this stuff that's basically Book of Revelation uh, right before our eyes, see it coming to pass where, where everyone wants to kill Israel and those main players for the Ezekiel 38 war are literally coming on the scene. Well, Jesus is about to come. So why do we get into all this? It's a hustle mentality. It's not an escape theology. It's, this is showing us the finish line so we run faster. And all of it is because he loves you so much. He wants you blessed. Every bit of it is the number one thing Jesus said when you see these things come to pass. Lift up your heads. Your redemption draws nigh. So he doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you excited. wants you expectant. So what do you, what do, you do as a believer? You, <laughs> you don't fit church into your life. It is your life. And knowing that you're about to see him face to face, he wants you to see how he truly is. He loves you. He's not mad at you. I'm shocked at so many word people preaching that God's got an agenda to hurt them or to teach them through sickness and disease or whatever. That's insane. How much more all these verses about the coming of the Lord to get you excited? <laughs> uh, we, we, sh we should be so excited that we people should tell us to break that pill in half. All right, so you got sign, 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 uh, information, information, information about the coming of the Lord. Absolutely amazing. So we always go to the Bible, though. What's it say? Uh, Jerusalem won back. Israel made a nation. Those two, Jesus said, the group that sees those two will not pass away to also fulfilled. But you've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to have sacrifices. I mean, they've got the red heifers. They've got all this stuff. They've got the oil of anointing that was found out where the Dead Sea Scrolls are. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. You've got fish in the Dead Sea. Ezekiel prophesied that 2,700 years ago. That's kind of remarkable to th see things prophesied that long ago, and you're living that. One of the crazy ones was last fall. The Dead, uh, the dead Sea turned blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. So you've got physical things happening that are showing us that God's getting ready to come back to the planet. I mean, you've got 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. So you've got the cleanup crew in the land right now. 
many other things in, involved with Russia going into Crimea, Russia going into Ukraine. So you have the Temple Mount Institute in place. You've got animals in place. You've got Russia in place. So what's the church do? I hear people all the time go, well, we've all heard these things before. And Peter said, be careful. Don't let the error of the wicked push you to where you're away from your steadfastness or fall, get you to fall from your own steadfastness. What is the error of the wicked? They say things are going to continue. They're not going to continue. Jesus is coming back. Now, the world's never coming to an end. Jesus is going to come back and save the world. And the earth's going to be renovated, and God's going to move heaven down to earth. We'll have a millennial reign of Christ right after the second coming, thousand years. I hear so many people say, I don't want the rapture to come because uh, I, I, I got so much in my heart. Well, it's because you're going to live forever. <laughs> We're not done at the rapture. We have a thousand years where we, we've been tasting of the powers of the world to come. So what a plan to be a part of where the, the king comes back to the earth and you have all these physical things laid out right in front of you saying, it's right now, it's right now, it's right now. It freaks people out when you say it's right now, but you know what? It's right now. And people go, when do you think the Lord's going to come back? Very, 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 very soon. And Paul said, you are not in darkness so that day would overtake you as a thief. So then after that, you got signals, you got blood red moons, you have four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles. Last time that happened, NASA calls it a tetrad. Last time that happened was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back, 1948 when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. What did he find? Found America, a safe harbor for the Jews. So all these heavenly activities uh, pointing to things happening with the Jews. Then you have the birth of Jesus. You had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together called the Bethlehem Star. Pretty remarkable that the heavens declare the glory of God. And you, you talk about signs, you talk about signals. It's radical what we have in front of us. There's, uh, there's an asteroid that's flying by today going 15,000 uh, and I think it's 150,000 kilometers. And uh, I was looking at the asteroid watch today. And it's like, oh, dear Lord, there's things they haven't seen coming out right now. So we're, we're blessed that you've got the heavens uh, singing to us. You've got the earth singing to us. You've got nations getting into position exactly what the Bible said they would be. So we're very, very, very blessed. So let's lift up our heads. Let's look forward to the king coming back. You think about what it's going to be like to be standing there at the throne of God. Wow. The Bible says it'll be a sea of glass, clear as crystal. Crystal is the only element that won't hide a flaw. We'll be flawless before the throne of God with no storms. Even though we have authority over storms, we have dominion. It'll be nice, nice not to even have them come near us. So great things are ahead. Great things are ahead. It'd be expectant, be joyful, be a soul winner, be radical. Pray for Jerusalem, pray for Israel, pray for your grandmother, pray for your dog. The Lord's coming back. Have a great, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.